Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Hi and welcome to the show. It's Friday and it's time for me to discuss more about ADHD. If you're new to the show, you might not realise that I am in the middle of discussing and going through a fantastic book that I came across that really helped me understand ADHD. And more importantly, it helped me find a better way to show up for my son who has ADHD. The book I'm referring to is called The Gift of ADHD by Lara Honos Webb. And I am going through a chapter per week on the podcast. So we're at chapter four and I actually think this is my favourite chapter in the whole book. It's called How to Become Your Child's Advocate and Not Apologist. So she talks about many things in this chapter but the key ingredient in transforming your child's diagnosis into a gift is your relationship with your child. Your child needs you to become her advocate because your support for her will improve her behaviour. We all know that kids tend to misbehave when they feel mad, sad or alone or they have unmet needs because remember, beneath every behaviour is an unmet need. And the need might be that they're frustrated, they're angry, they're sad about something, they might feel alone and not know what to do. That drives the behaviour. And as you support your child, the negative, the, the negative feelings which drive the behaviour because you know our thoughts create the feelings which create the actions. When we support them, the negative thoughts can go away. So it's a really key piece. She then talks about the barriers to becoming your child's advocate. And before I mention the, the barriers... There's a big piece in in it here that is so, so important for all of us parents of a child with ADHD is to not blame yourself for how you've interacted with your child in the past. Don't beat yourself up for the times you've failed to move forward or you've made a mistake or you've yelled or you've got so frustrated and you know it's had a negative effect on your child. You are human, you're a mum or a dad and we've all been there. So give yourself a big dose of self-compassion and I know you're doing your best you know you're doing your best but at times the frustrations can just get to us so that can be a bit of a barrier but the first barrier is that more than likely your child is a real handful your child I love this she talks about your child being like a 50 watt light bulb that has 100 watts of energy cursing through it and, you know, our, our kids have a, high, a hard time managing their high energy levels. And kids with ADHD can be exhausting for this very reason. And, but because 
we have to deal with their high energy and we also have to deal with the um the fact that it's exhausting for us so it's it's a it's very very difficult at times now because you may have had your own complaints about the difficulties of managing a child such as you have you might have become an apologist for your child for example you know your teacher might have have complained about your child's behavior and you might have found it easier to apologize you may feel guilty this is a common thing guilty that your teacher thinks you're a bad parent so if you if you apologize to the teacher you're almost excusing yourself of your fault because you think it's your fault that your kids behaving that way when it's not your fault um the other thing that are huge barriers in this um in having to work with kids with ADHD and parent them is it's exhausting and frustrating now in this chapter the author gives a fantastic um kind of step by step procedure as to what you can do when your child when your teacher calls you to discuss your child and it's it's a it's a fair amount of reading it's about 8 pages of the book but it's really really good i'm not going to go through that today though cuz you can you can uh, get to that the other barrier you may face is your own perception the one that the teachers and any mental health professionals are ironclad authorities in ADHD that if the teacher says your child's a problem you believe the teacher and in both of these cases whether it be a teacher or a, or a health professional you have to understand that you are the expert of your child not the doctor and not the educator here's how um it can play out if we um we avoid the conflict that can can happen when uh, someone has perhaps criticized our child. So if your teacher says to you that your daughter's lazy, the apologist in you will want to apologize profusely to the teacher and promise to implement stricter controls in order to keep your child on top of her work. In contrast, the advocate in you might say that you don't experience your child as lazy, rather you see her as very creative. and have noticed that she's capable of intense effort when working on projects that involve her creativity. Now, I have said in previous podcasts that a really important thing is your perception of your child and your children know what your perception is. So if you if you perceive your child to be a child you have to apologize for, your child will know this and it will not feel good for the child to know that you're always apologizing for their behavior. So it's super important to become an advocate. And by becoming an advocate, you strengthen the foundational elements for transforming your child's problems into strengths. You transfer transform your relationship with your child, your ch- child's environment, and your child's self-esteem. super important with kids with ADHD because we know their self-esteem is fragile from all the other things that um contribute towards them not feeling good about themselves. So she talks about starting a synergistic circle and in a synergistic circle small changes work together to create the larger changes. and it can cycle to more and more positive changes and that's what happens when you become an advocate for your child. your child feels empowered as you feel better about yourself and your child your interactions with her will be more rewarding 
And as your child feels more loved, she tries to show this through increased efforts at home and at school. And as she tries harder, she experiences more feedback. And as she interacts with you in more loving ways, you find it easier to be more positive and maintain this positive view. So it's really important to be an advocate. I know it's hard because at times you just you just want to apologize or criticize or you're at your wit's end. But there's a strong link between how supported your child feels by you and how hard she will work towards goals that you and her might have collabor- collaboratively set. So the opposite of a synergistic circle is a vicious circle. So in other words, when you act as an apologist for your child, it creates a vicious circle. You apologize for your child's behavior behavior after someone's given you negative feedback. By accepting the negative feedback, you see your child as flawed. Seeing your child as flawed means you feel you might have done something wrong and feel bad about yourself as a parent. When you feel inadequate as a parent, you're more likely to become angry and frustrated with your child. And as the child gets more negative feedback, her behavior will play out in more problematic ways to express her distress. And the more problematic she is, the more negative feedback she'll get at school, the more frustrated you feel, the more frustrated you feel, the more difficult it is to connect to your child. So a distance starts growing between the two of you and you feel helpless and hopeless. So she gives another fantastic example with talking to a teacher um, and being an advocate for your child and creating this synergistic circle. Super important and really valuable information. She has other um, examples and exercises that you can go through. But generally, this chapter is focused on what your child wants and needs more than anything else in the world is a close connection to you. And your child's relationship with you will be the cornerstone of her efforts to turn her problems into strengths. I love this chapter in the book. I think it's so, so valuable. It, it gave me so much hope when I was parenting, when I'm parenting my son who has ADHD. So the next five chapters actually talk about the gifts which the author believes ADHD kids have. And I will be going to, into each of those over the course of the next five weeks on the podcast. So I hope that you found this useful. Please do get yourself a copy of the book if you haven't got one already. And you can follow along and hopefully get as much from it as I have in my parenting journey with ADHD. So thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this and you've got a lot from it, please do hop over onto iTunes and leave me a review. I would love, I'd I'd love that. It helps everybody. And I always appreciate your support and tuning in to listen to me as I chat away and hopefully help you and inspire you to be able to parent in a way that really meets your child's needs. Thanks again for listening and bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. 
It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organiser for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.